When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Droz. Saturday, November 7th, 2015. And this is Thunder Punch Daily updating every day for the month of November in 2015 as part of the Art Sound Off Challenge, which you can find more information about at artsoundoff.com. You know, what bit with the, the elevator pitch? Me and my buddy Rob Stenzinger, a game designer and artist and visual storyteller, uh, got together and said, hey, let's challenge the world. To, let's challenge ourselves first to do a daily check-in, uh, summarizing or reflecting on our work days uh, for the whole month. And we'll challenge the whole world to play along with us. And lots of people are. And the way you can check in and or check in or download and listen to the art sound us that everybody else has been recording is go to the social networks, uh, Twitter, Facebook, etc., and uh, look for the Art Sound Off hashtag. If you go on Twitter, uh, there is an Art Sound Off account there. So twitter.com slash Art Sound Off. That's how you can follow them all because it's uh, retweeting all of our Art Sound Off posts. So uh, today I'm, I'm going to go to the Art Sound Off. Um, boy, I'm saying Art Sound Off a lot and I just said it again. But I'm going to go to the prompts. Rob and I made a prompts list on the site, which I mentioned a bunch of times already. Uh, so if you are stuck on an idea of what to report on or if you haven't finished processing through your day yet but you still want to you know, post a, an episode, we got prompts of things to think about, things to ruminate on in audio, um, thinking aloud, uh, improvising. You know, I mean, I almost want to just like go off on a jag about imp- improvising because I haven't talked about it in a while. I mean, I, I, I have never done improv comedy because um, I think I would really stink at it. <laughs> and it's, I mean, to be fair, it's not just that. It's mostly that I just, I don't have a ton of interest in it. It's not an area where I feel like I've done any kind of like really serious exploration and thinking yet. If I decide that I want to, you bet I will. But I haven't felt like a strong desire to. But I do love the improvisational aspect of teaching. That's one of the things that I really do enjoy about teaching. It's not just about empowering young people, although that's a big part of it. But also the fact that often I walk into the room with no idea what's going to happen, you know, and then responding to the kids in the room and sometimes really, you know, feeling like I didn't come in uh, at full strength and other times feeling like I, I nailed that one. I, I you know, really uh, electrified those kids with, uh, you know, some, some good teaching, I guess. Um, but yeah, so so like these these prompts are meant to be something where you could sit down and write down a few notes, or you could just riff on it. This particular one, I started to write down a few notes, and then I realized it was getting out of control because the prompt for today, for the seventh uh, art sound off post, was uh, talk about an artist that you respect. Talk about them and their work. And there's just too many. There's too darn many. And so I wrote down a whole bunch of names, and I'm just going to like just jump around my list. This is in no order whatsoever. But, uh, you know, I mean, like a lot, there's a lot of amazing people posting stuff online, and there's a lot of ma- amazing people who go to conventions. There's a lot of amazing people who I actually consider a friend now. And I'll start with one of my friends, uh, Zach Gialongo of ZachGialongo.com. I will put a link in the show notes at comicsaregreat.com slash TPD188. Because uh, nobody can spell his last name right. Um, but he and I do a podcast together called uh, The Galaxy of Super Adventure. And actually with our other friend, Ben Hatke. 
But one of the things that I love about Zach's work, let's talk about the work and then the man. His work, he has this way of drawing characters so that the stance and the pose, it's very comic booky. But it's very, but it's very real at the same time. Now, let me try to break that down. And explain what I mean by that, because in comics, you, at least the comics I like, tend to show a moment that encapsulates both the beginning of the movement, the movement itself, and then the conclusion of the movement. In other words, showing a person jumping through a window, you're seeing the flow of action as the burst through the window happens you're seeing the shattered glass coming out at the reader and you're seeing them as they're getting ready to land on the ground like you find this pose that kind of captures the full range of movement without drawing like a whole bunch of like shadow figures and you've seen this before probably in superhero comics especially carmine infantino comics like the flash he would just draw like multiples of the character like as if you're doing like time-lapse photography or something um but i get really excited when i see cartoonists who can capture that kind of full range of movement in a single pose. And I'm using like really dramatic examples right now. But what Zach does is he can draw away a person standing and it looks as if they're rocking on their heels, even though they're not moving. It's a static image, right? But like he can draw them in such a way that without really overemphasizing it, without like like putting like movement lines or showing them in like the, the rock backwards or rock forwards, just the way he shifts the weight of the character in the way that he has them standing, you feel like they're moving. You feel like they're just shifting around normally. And I cannot underline and emphasize enough how difficult that is, at least for me. It's super hard to draw a character just standing there and have them look like they're breathing. But indeed, Zach's characters breathe. And it's not realistic. It's If you took them and put that character that he drew in real life, it would look off somehow. But in the, in the context of his comics, it looks absolutely plausible, believable, and vibrant and moving. And uh, I got to spend some time unboxing that, like really picking apart how he's doing that. Uh, the only other cartoonists I see that do that really well are like, uh, I see it in like Asterix. Like in like some of the French comics that I enjoy, like it's particularly Asterix. Um, you know, like the way the characters stand, it really feels like. Eh, but I would actually, I would say that Zach's stuff is more subtle than Asterix comics. Asterix comics are more sort of signature posed, uh, very like um, almost staccato by comparison. Oh man, I'm getting kind of like poetic about this. Anyway, let's talk about the man. Let's talk about Zach the man. Um. Another thing I really respect about him is it's something he does effortlessly that I find to be very difficult. You know, I, I think for the most part, I'm a pretty public guy. I share a lot about my thoughts and my approach and, you know, my beliefs about art and about artistic development and so on. But uh, Zach has this comfort in front of a crowd that I can only aspire to in the sense that he's, he's happy to go up there and be a clown. He's happy to go up and tell jokes, pratfalls, you know, do all kinds of, do voices. He's happy to be a performer. Whereas like I'm more comfortable as a teacher and as a presenter, not as much as a performer. And even though I talk about teaching as a performance, and it is a performance in a way, I'm talking about Zach is like a natural when it comes to like traditional performing. And I saw in action uh, at the Kids Read Comics this past year when he came out and did some events for us. I also saw it at the New York Comic Con last year when he was um, 
doing drawing events with Ben Hackey, and I was uh, hanging out with them for a bit. Uh, just and, and and it's you hear it on the Galaxy of Super Adventure podcast as well, like the little songs that he writes for like the bridges. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out. It's at comicsagreat.com slash gosa g o s a. Uh, I'm really I'm really kind of happy with that show. It, it's exceeding my expectations. Um, of course it would. Why wouldn't it? He had Zach and Ben on it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, there's there's just something about his. He's got a charm and a charisma about him, and and it's sort of like a, no inhibition about sharing that with the world. And I I respect the heck out of that because at the same time he's also not a prima donna about it. He's like per, like really down to earth. So, uh, pretty great guy. Oh, you know what? I think I filled the entire episode just talking about Zach. The the prompt was to talk about one artist that you admire, talk about them and their work. Um, and I had a whole list here. I had a whole list of people to check out. Uh, should I just go, maybe I'll just go down, like I'm going to fire off a whole bunch of names. This will be your action item to check out the works of these people today. Uh, you know, if you're looking for new stuff to read, all these people have, people have terrific stuff to read. Let's start with Zach. So Zach has uh, a comic called Broxo, which you can find at bookstores everywhere, B, uh, B-R-O-X-O. And that demonstrates all the stuff I was talking about, the way his characters just, like, the way they stand and breathe and everything. But also he has a book that's out um, in bookstores everywhere called Star Wars Doodles, which is actually a drawing activity book. Um, I, this isn't a, like a coloring book for grown-ups kind of thing, but it is like an activity book that I think anybody who's in the creative arts would really enjoy because it's not just about like finish R2-D2's body, you know, dot to dot. It's more like uh, all the bounty hunters are having a coffee break. Draw what they're drinking, you know, and he has all the bounty hunters standing there and you like with their hands held out and you have to put a funny drink in their hands. Um, you know, Grandma, Grand Moff Tarkin needs a fancy pair of boots. Draw a fancy pair of boots on Grand Moff Tarkin. So, it's very funny and witty little drawing prompts for you with, you know, like a whole bunch of Star Wars characters. How bad can that be? So Star Wars Doodles, uh, you can check that out today. And I mean, I saw it at Walmart for crying out loud. So it's everywhere. Um, let's okay. So now we're going to hit just like a few artists who I think are doing exceptional work and you should follow them and, and enjoy their work as much as I do. JP Ahonen, if you're not following him on, uh, at least on Instagram, uh, he, gosh, this guy is so good. His color, his color, the way, and the thing that I think differentiates him from a lot of other people is the way he uses color to shift your focus in the scene. Like, like you'll see artists sometimes like take foreground elements and like do like a Gaussian blur on it or something in Photoshop. He doesn't have to do that. He leaves it perfectly crisp and in focus, but he'll color it in such a way that the midground suddenly is all you see. And then the foreground becomes it, it, it implies blurriness in the way he colored it, but he didn't run any funny filters on it. Uh, the guy is just a master with color. And, and this, you know, you guys know that I'm a big fan of good sound design. He has a book called Sing No Evil. And it's about a band who discovers that uh, the, the universe actually is made of harmonies. And if you play the right harmonies, you can make certain things happen. Uh, so a lot of sound is in his comic and Oh my God, did he do a good job designing the sound in that book? It's so good. It's so good. Sing the Weevil. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, it's so excellent. Uh, Abrams put that one out. Uh, Tony Cliff. Tony Cliff of DelilahDirk.com. He's got a new Delilah Dirk story coming out. What do I love about Tony's stuff? The fluidity of his characters. You know, um, if Zach's characters stand and breathe really well, uh, Tony's characters dance. You know, it's like everything just feels really like lively and, and, and like it's bursting with life. 
uh, but not in an obnoxious kind of like funhouse way. Just like you just feel this like vibrational energy flowing through everything. And his compositions are really good. He knows how to frame up all of his visual elements on a page that like you see or you notice exactly what you're supposed to notice. Audra Furorici of Nemu Nemu, N-E-M-U-N-E-M-U.com. Her design and color uh, is so good. And But she also, one thing that I really admire about her work is her ability to juxtapose really cute and sweet with really dramatic and cool and intense. And I have to say, uh, a lot of the style of Boulder and Fleet, like the visual and narrative style of Boulder and Fleet, is largely influenced by the work that Audra's been doing for the past seven years. Um, just it's and, and what she's doing now is just, it's so beautiful. Um, yeah, she's got a Patreon too. It's patreon.com slash Audra. Highly recommend you check it out. She posts a bunch of stuff there. And she's also involved with the new Hustle Cat project. Congratulations, Casey. Uh, Casey Van Heis, who is one of the writers of the Hustle Cat project. It's a visual novel. Casey was on the Lean Tart podcast a while back talking about it. They just finished their uh, Kickstarter campaign and they funded it. And Audra did the cat designs for that. But I mean, seriously, uh, patreon.com slash Audra. Her stuff is. If you like my stuff, you'll love her stuff because mine is just like sort of me reverse engineering what she does effortlessly. Uh, she's so great. Uh, do I have time for one more? One more, one more. Uh, somebody to follow on Instagram who's really been doing a lot of really awesome, interesting stuff is Gail Galligan. And her uh, Instagram handle is RoboChai, R-O-B-O-C-H-A-I. Uh, she's been doing some comics in watercolor and they're just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. I, her stuff turned a corner in the last year, and I don't know what has been going on in that, that young woman's head, but she's just making enormous strides, and if she's not going to be a star in a year, I, I'm going to eat my hat. I don't know what the heck is wrong with the comics industry at that point. All right, I had more on my list. I had a lot more on my list, but those are ones to follow today. I should actually mark the ones on my card that I mentioned so I can link to them in the show notes. But Zach, if you're listening to this, I hope you appreciate the love note that I wrote to you today. Um, okay, who am I? Jersey Drozd, boulderandfleet.com, Jersey on Twitter. This is part of the Art Sound Off event where every day for the month of November, we, a whole bunch of us visual storytellers are recording little mini audio journals of our day or making essays about our work and sharing them online with the Art Sound Off hashtag. You can find them all by going to twitter.com slash art sound off and that's where all of the posts are being retweeted. So I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. And until then, remember everybody. Today's story was about something more precious, more valuable than gold or silver. It's called friendship. Orko learned that friendship can't be bought. Giving somebody a present may get that person to act as if he or she is your friend, but don't be fooled. A real friend is someone who likes you for yourself, not your presence. So don't try to buy friendship. Just be yourself and treat others with honesty and respect. And then you'll know the friends you make will be real ones.